Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 16th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. It's it's a uh it's an honor to be speaking to you on on Tuesday. On uh yeah. What is it? T- Tuesday Junior. We're s- recording this Monday night. Uh quick explanation, note of explan- programming note. You know, golf's back. We just figured we'd start doing this 5 days a week. No, I'm just <laughs> No plans. Uh, we'd have to acquire divorce attorneys. Uh, that I wonder if the we plans. could get a two for one if we. <laughs> but uh, with this would have been U.S. Open week. We would have been doing. You know, what? Did we, how many did we do U.S. Open week last year? I think we did eight straight days of podcasts at, at from the Bixby House in Monterey. Uh, but with what would have been U.S. Open week, we have a special sort of spotlight flashback type on the US Open coming. We're going to post that Wednesday, we think now. Is that what we're thinking? Is that yes. the plan? So this will be our traditional Wednesday show on a Tuesday. Uh, more of a preview of RBC Heritage, Harbortown. Quick news roundup. Posting this Tuesday morning. Wednesday, we'll have a really fun sort of look back discussion on a US Open uh, from a bygone era. Well, you want to disclose sell, what that yeah, is? Yeah, we should. They can watch it I know, it I was teeing you up. They I was can watch it up. on YouTube if they want. We're going back to El Pato's uh, triumph at Oakmont. 07 o- uh, U.S. Open Championship at Oakmont. We've been researching it all day. Uh, I think we got some good stuff on this one. Tiger and Jimmy Furyk again, who featured prominently in our Wingfoot one, just blowing it. Uh, they're, they're a shot off. They... they Runner up by a shot. El Pato is obviously an uh, amazing character. A lot of fun research on him and his upbringing, dirt poor. You know, I, I read something late. I, I don't want to give it all away, but like he basically didn't even start practicing until he won the this U.S. Open that we're going to talk about. This like woke him up to start actually practicing and becoming good at golf after he'd won a U.S. Open. Obviously, a lot of Oakmont angst and you know re- members reveling in the challenges of their tour. So I don't know. It's it's a good week to kind of celebrate some past USGA championships, and we decided to go for 2007 Oakmont. You know, we're not going to go for all the higher profile ones. It's better to reacquaint you with maybe some forgotten, you know, odds and ends and amusements. So all that right. will be coming on Wednesday morning. Let's do our regular Tuesday show. The schedule for the week is uh, the our schedule rbc heritage which we noted at harbortown at hilton head and the king and bear classic at world golf village king and bear golf course at world golf village st augustine florida purse is 600 grand so those i think are two events similar to last week we it's not no longer challenge week we've got a classic and a heritage um and that's it 
the Euro Tour is still on hiatus, although we'll note something in news. They're coming back sooner than anticipated. Do you have an event of the week? I think I'm going to keep it with the uh, PGA Tour. This is this is going to, for any historians of event of the week, this is going to really throw off the historical index of who wins because I've been... I've I've got a small deck, but I'm going RBC Heritage. It is one of my favorite tournaments of the year, anyways. Um, yeah, and why? They've got an incredible field. I just like I like it. I think you you come off this Masters high, and you still have golf, and it's drastically different golf. I think it's a it's a cool you know one of the things I think people misconstrue about there's varieties good and it's it's examples of two good golf courses that are just wildly different between augusta Mm -hmm. and and heritage um heritage obviously i think it's overgrown a little bit since the original design but uh it is still a, a unique golf course small greens where um you know it it allows a lot of different players to succeed so I think we're going to see a good spread on the leaderboard. I'm really excited to see some of these bombers. Like I'm excited to see Rory. The other thing about Heritage is like we never see these guys, the big names play, and if they do play and they were at all in the hunt at Augusta, they they were gassed when they come in here, you know. Right. So right. except think, DL3 in his heyday. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. He's always unwind, right? Remember he talked about how That's he was, the pressure wasn't as high. He was he was physically peaked at the Masters, but not mentally peaked. And so then they'd align. His physical peak would continue the next week, and he'd finally mentally, I don't know, unwind or stop being such a mess and, and win at Harbor Town. So. The other thing is that we get a revel in in one of the most dominant performances in PGA Tour history. At every what? time we go to, back to Hilton Head. What's that? Brian Gay's 12-shot win. <laughs> 2009. I have some fond memories of this. I don't know what, for whatever reason, some of these things that happened at this event just stick in my brain. Brian Davis, obviously, calling him a penalty on himself was a good one. Kuchar, uh, holding out. How about Kelly Kraft hitting the bird <laughs> off the tee? It hits the bird, and then the ball deflects either OB or into hazard, and he misses the cut by a shot because of it. There's always some goofy things, amusing, amusing things that happen at Harvard. Maybe the most memorable um, thing that Kelly Kraft's done, except for win the USAM. <laughs> except, yeah, that's slight, slightly comes ahead of that. So, let's talk about your fascination with watching the Bombers play this course. Why? Why is that the case? Do you think uh, is it similar to last week? Will it be I mitigated like in the, some the, way? This is a much denser tree. You know the tree setup, tree yeah. arrangement. I think uh, like when you get into the trees at Harbor Town, you're kind of you're toast. It's not like I feel like Colonial. We saw Bryson just nuking the ball, and he'd end up like in a in a place where he'd still be able to hit it at the green. Like it's something that jumped to my mind is like the second hole on Sunday, where he still had like a clear shot to the green. Um, I think are like there are less corners cuttable. Maybe do we know? I think I, maybe. so. Because Colonial, the, the corners were cuttable. It kind of, it, it felt like at least. I, I don't know. I think the trees are bigger here. Yeah. Okay. Much bigger. All right. They're they're that tree they talk. Get the, yeah, and and then there's also water too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of hazards. It'll be it'll be interesting and houses. You know, or or resort development. So you said eight. I think it's eight of nine. In the top war uh, in the world rankings are here. 
uh, playing. It's similar to last week, sort of a windfall, similar to what we're going to get at Travelers. Very cool for our reintroduction to PGA Tour Golf. Uh, um, you know, so far, no wor- word of no positive tests, you know, which is great. Good first week. Um, see if the traveling circus continues. We'd love to hear that again. I wonder if everybody took the charter. I hope there, you know, there wasn't some guy that, you know, you know, didn't want to be told what to do and took his own flight on whatever Southwest or United or something like that. But six hundred bucks um, is pretty steep for that flight. Do you think I the mean, tour is making any money on that? No. <laughs> Come on. You think they're trying to make a cut? Add a new stairway at TPC Sawgrass, a couple new steps or a new driveway, you know. Maybe a couple at least new... cover Slugger's flight. Reply... <laughs> Replacement bricks on the $17 million driveway. Uh, that'd be funny. That'd be a scandal. Uh so we're Harbortown annually. Well, one it of the... reminds me of Steve Wheatcroft a couple years ago tweeting yeah. out about the about the PGA <laughs> Travel Hotel deal. The web, the yeah. web tour. They were just this <laughs> the tour travel office just ripping you off, and you could just go on whatever hotels.com or whatever your save, service is. Save like a hundred and fifty bucks a night. <laughs> and these were the web guys that needed the <laughs> difference. Uh, okay, so we talked about the field is loaded. Uh, here are your featured groups. Again, recording this early, so we don't have streaming info yet or specific times, but we do have groupings. Roy McIlroy, Ricky Fowler, Ricky Tour Live, forever and ever, and CT Pan, the bread man, getting involved. I, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm surprised to see him playing, but he was very vocal of the PGA Tour at Sawgrass. I thought maybe he would be slow to rejoin the tour. Seemed He's to have more of a. Champ. I understand. I understand, but he's the only he, he's the only CT in uh in at Harbortown this week. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I don't mind that. Uh and then next group, Berger, Kepka, Patrick Reed. A lot of uh conflicting personalities there, I would say, right? So there's always there's been some rumors beefs there, maybe. Berger and Kepka maybe weren't the closest of friends of Florida State. And then obviously Kepka and Reed, you know, Brooksy called Patrick Reed out at PGA Media, PGA Championship Media Day, right? He's like, <laughs> yeah, there's a shovel and all this, that, and the other. Uh, so there could be some tension. Right, let's get the mics out on the course for that one on PGA Tour Live. Next group is John Rahm, Justin Rose, Justin Thomas. And the last group is DJ Hideki and Gary Woodland. So. Hideki, I don't believe played last week. So, uh, any reaction to those groups? Uh, Ricky Tour Alive gets another spot. I we pretty I unbelievable. Ran the, uh, I ran the numbers on this last year towards like the end of the year show. I, I actually had the data. He was, you know, as you'd expect on PJ Tour Live, pretty much every week he tees it up. Every every day he tees it up. It's so. kind of confusing with with Bryson and this peak fascination with the with the big boy he didn't make it no he's in there right no he didn't make it no spieth no no bryson now i i wouldn't say spieth based off playing merit but surely public fascination i think one of the most compelling things in all of sports and why we love sports is is the the layer of doubt that gets cast over stars or or teams you know, like the Bulls, could they get past the 
you know, Pistons, could LeBron win a title? You know, those are the things that fuel like yeah. the greatest interest you could possibly have in sports. And right now you have that with Spieth. Can the guy win again? He's not on. He's not no on. No Spieth and no, uh, no beef. No big boy. <laughs> no thick boy. That's interesting. Seems like a miss, but I don't know. Well, I, I kind of feel like DJ, they're they're missing the trends with DJ and Ricky. Like they're about six months behind. They got a lag in it, you know? Yeah. Where I don't think people are interested in watching those two guys right now. You know, they aren't I, top of mind. I mean, what did Ricky shoot last year? Like, like 73, 73? And like, yeah. He He's was missed out of uh, three of the last um, five cuts. Okay. Is that oh is that true? Yeah. Jim, okay. So those are your featured groups. You want to do one and done picks real quick? You want to get them done? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm gonna take. I may have taken this person already. I again Tuesday night, Monday night, minimal prep for this one. There's never a ton of prep, but this is minimal. I'm going with the BFB boy from Bratislava, Rory Sabatini. Course for the course. I mean, he's a horse for every course, but I. There is a very significant chance I've already used him this year, which wouldn't be a great look. You, but. Realize, you realize there's like 30 weeks a, a year for these one-and-done leagues? Wait, is Brian Gay in the field? I'm sure he is. All right, I'm taking the other bracelet boy. He's won by 12 shots here. So I'm not taking Sabo. I'm taking Brian Gay. The the I had the wrong bracelet boy. If he's not in the field, put me down for Sabo. So, who do you like for one and done? I, I'm going to do a two for one. Can I get a two and done? Yeah, sure. Just both bracelet so, boys. Both so bracelet boys. Sabatini and Gay. Both bracelet boys. Do, do you want their combined I, score to par? No, no. I just want their the lowest. Whoever goes lower, their earnings, their winnings. Because it's all cash payouts. That's lowest fine. of the two, I get their cash. I'm, right. I'm not worried about you catching me this year. Just a, a bracelet boy is my pick. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, You you realize there's 30 weeks a year that you I have do. to pick these, and you could, take, you could take the top 30 players if you wanted. You know? I understand. You're, you have no – you shouldn't worry about running out of superstars to pick. I understand. There's just, sometimes you got to play the course, you know – course favorites so i got you Let's, that's you're, you're going with the past <laughs> champion that's that's admirable uh is gay gay might not actually be in the field which would be a shame i, I heard he picked up 25 yards in distance this year yeah no he's in this field thank god okay yeah what's that all about i think we need to t- test him for steroids <laughs> oh god <laughs> all right <laughs> he's like 47 years old <laughs> see if that makes it in the final cut we, we don't edit these again all right um, yeah he dude so you're putting <laughs> we're putting brian gay under the microscope <laughs> we have a <laughs> how many podcasts spend this much time on Brian Gay's anyway, distance gains? All right, I've, All right. Uh, I've picked. I've changed my pick three times since we started this pod. I, uh, what is it? I've bet around Kisner, who always plays well here, plays great on Bermuda. I've thought about Ricky. I feel like he, you know, people play well after missed cuts, but I'm settling down after thinking about the featured group pairing. 
Patrick Reed. He's going to have something to prove to ah, Brooksy. I almost went with Reed. Yeah. You think he'll have a little, you know, burn his saddle? Is, the, is that a cliche that people use? Um, <laughs> you said one last week, too. I said that? I think so. <laughs> All right. We're getting a little loopy. All right. Uh, so, so you like Pat Reed, and I'm going the other the two bracelet boys. You're taking an unprecedented two picks for one and done. <laughs> yeah, lowest of the two. All right, uh, I almost took Reed. I almost I think that's a great pick this week. Kisner did he play well? He always plays well at Colonial. I don't know. If he I think did he finished twenty seventh or something like that. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about the field a little bit? Yeah, sure. There is all that at the top, right? But we would be remiss if we didn't point out some of the bottom. Did you see the former winners in the field? Glenn Day. <laughs> I mean, Wes Bryan? Longer? Uh, I, this is nothing against Wes Bryan. He seems I like an awesome dude. I think he's awesome had a major dude. medical. Okay. I he's, did, been, I, I th- he's been out with a shoulder. He was out for I, like over a year with a shoulder. That's my only question. It's like I didn't know he was actually still playing. I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I didn't know he was still playing. So West Prime, Glenn Day, you know, probably shouldn't be taking a spot. All right? day. He was, that just, he was apparently the first all day. Matter of fact, Jason's dad I bet is Fulton, in the field. Fulton Allen had a problem with Glenn Day <laughs> back in the day. Uh, Bernie Longer is a former champion. DL3, who I thought works for CBS, but I guess, you know, he also plays golf still. Uh, regular tour pro. Oh, I don't think he made their essential personnel. What? With oh, he didn't make the essential? Staff, limited yeah. staff. I don't think you'd want to put DL3 on that limited staff. Yeah, it's like a playoff roster. You know, you're not bringing like the forty man roster. You didn't. Yeah, you're not bringing the reliever who had a who had a twelve ERA in the regular season. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are some of the past winners. You got any other? Well, we got play- we got we got a lot. Bernie's at it again. Bernie Longer. Yeah. VJ. VJ. Anchoring his way around. VJ. Bigger. DJ's in the field. Yeah, Good. bigger too. Yeah, I saw Ernie. What is this one? Winner U.S. Open or PGA Championship playing 15 events last year. That must mean so, if you won one of those tournaments and played in 15 events last so year. So you can't be like Mark Brooks. I won a PGA <laughs> once, but I didn't play 15. No. KJ Choice right. in the field too. Choi Boy. Oh. Do you want to add him exemption? to the bracelet points? What's, three guys? What's. What's his exemption? Probably past champ. Why did David Hearn get a Corn Ferry Tour final sponsor's exemption? Because they made me a strong contingent of Canadians in the uh, in the essential staff. Stu Sink, yeah, that makes sense. Stu Sink, Bill Haas are sponsors exemptions. Chapel, Neesmith, Spencer Ralston, Charles, Hot Charles. Spencer Nathan. Ralston got it for winning the Jones Cup. Okay, that's right. That makes sense. All right. Interesting. I, I'll be watching Glenn Day very closely. See, I, I can't wait till the PGA Tour shows every shot of every every event so that I can watch, like, <laughs> Ted Potter Jr. <laughs> I hope they put up, like, viewers of this stream. You know how you can see how many people are watching it? And, like... 
Remember the one time we watched the Slovakian Open and the viewership shot up? We could have watch parties and we all just start watching the Glenn Day stream. And there's the shotgun community, shotgun start community, just zeroes in on a stream. So we could watch Aaron um, Badley, uh, 54 hole leader in the 07 Oakmont. Uh, uh, yeah, he'll Open. be prominently featured in our 07 Oakmont. Big, a lot of stack and tilt info coming on, on Aaron Badley's 54 hole lead. <laughs> Bennett Plummer <laughs> didn't last long on Sunday, but the stack of tilt got him to the 54 hole. He lasted about one shot. On Sunday. <laughs> uh, okay, that's it. Any other Harbortown stuff you want to discuss? Anything? I mean, just I, I've um, got no. some breaking news. I've got some some oh, some a deep study. This will be good. A deep study. <laughs> Not a deep study. We're we're in the week one of a of a a potential long-term study about the impact of grandstands and fans on the competition on the PGA Tour. Thanks to uh, the Shotgun Starts chief data and uh, officer. We're going to call him the CDO. Okay. Okay. Uh, John Ezekowitz pulled this together for us. He's been working hard on uh on a monday night we got this all all put together packaged up for us i know you're excited about this oh this is fantastic little did the tour know that they're a little you know they want to get back to playing but without fans could lead to some major revelations about how the competition has been compromised over the years or maybe not compromised what do we have what's the data so i'm this year at colonial in general we had the best iron play Ever. The median proximity of the hole was 20, or not ever, but since 2016. He's going to be mad that I already messed this up. Ever versus 2016? <laughs> no. That's kind of a disparity. That's a wide gap. Well, since 2016. This Three, is the best. four years? Okay. All right. This is the best iron play. All right. All right. Five years. All right. Okay. Listen, the Got last it. five years, this was the best okay. iron play. Now, what could that be attributed to? Could be. <laughs> You know, it could be no fans. It could be soft conditions. It could be, I'm guessing, it's soft conditions and best field ever for yeah. the tournament. So yep. so proximity was really good. But if you look at the disparity, so he, he pulled out the top 10% and compared it to the, the 90th percent, the worst, or the 50th percent tile, so your average shot versus your worst shot, the worst 10% shot. Okay. And there he saw the biggest disparity of shots. So your your worst approaches versus your average approach was your worst approach was worse than ever, which would signify that So what are we? Okay. that the bad shots were worse than they usually were. Cuz they're running out. Potentially. Now this isn't conclusive. It's important. This is this is just one event. It's not yeah. statistically conclusive. We're going to see it week over week. We're going to have this thing go. Yeah. We're going to have updates yeah. every week on this. Yeah. You know, maybe okay, I might so, even write a blog post about it. Who knows? So the worst shots are running away because they don't have these, you know, pinball built boards on the all around the holes. Is yeah. that what we're Possibly. maybe maybe starting to uncover here? And fans. And fans, that's true. And human human boards all around the hole. Okay. Now, the all other right. thing was that we saw the highest penalty, albeit by a very small margin, we saw the highest penalty for missing a fairway this year. 
Okay. Potentially trampled down rough. Oh. Potentially. Now, this was, you know, we'll see this as the results add up but week over week. It'll get more and more statistically significant. Now, yeah. if we wanted to look at the impact of said, <laughs> say, in a big grandstand, a important grandstand, one that, yeah. you know, many have said that factored into one Jordan Spieth's win here. Maybe Jordan yeah, 17, has one less it? win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the seventeenth hole, which we saw the the big boy, <laughs> thick, thick, thick boy. big thick boy Bryson <laughs> airmail it over, yeah. would have gotten saved by the grandstand any yeah. other year. Yeah. Now the seventeenth hole, they traditionally have two back pins on the seventeenth hole. Year you've got year. documents. You're unfolding. You're looking at different pages. This is very dramatic. Okay. All right. So from uh, fair. Uh, Approach shots that found the fairway. This Wait, year. real quick. They've got two big ones. Is that what you're saying? Two, two back pins. Back two pins. back. Okay, so back pins. You'd assume the back pin would be On most week- impacted by the grandstand got or it. lack got thereof okay. the grandstand. Okay. Right. So it. to a back pin from the fairway on 17, uh, in, from 2016 to 2019, 48% of shots got to the pin or past the pin. Okay. Okay. This year, okay. to a back pin, 41% of shots got to or past the pin. Okay. 41 verse 48. 7% of less shots got to the pin without so the that, grandstand. So you're from that 7%. We we can make the big sweeping dramatic conclusion. We can't make a dr- Absolutely, big... you know, irrefutable <laughs> conclusion. Our chief data officer t- told me numerous times, please do not make big sweeping. Slow play this, yeah. Slow play this. We're because just. I made him on the phone when I was talking to him. <laughs> so now don't you had to do calm that. You down. <laughs> but it's okay. it's quite an interesting number. Seven percent now. What you know, one could infer that maybe in the back of their head is saying, "I can't miss this long anymore." Sure. So um, not as many are getting to or past. Now, the now the other thing is, let's look at front pins where there's no okay. no risk of this, right? Yeah. So if we look at those, no seven percent, huh? I bet not. We see that fifty five percent got to or past the flag in in mm-hmm. twenty sixteen to twenty nineteen. This okay. year, fifty-five percent got wow. to or past the pin. No seven percent gap there, huh? No seven percent gap there. <laughs> now wow. our chief wow. data, data officer wanted to look at another. It's a hole. different game. They're not playing golf like you, we, you and I are when we go out there and play these courses. It's a different game. It's more set up easier, more favorably. Brendan, I have right. to warn you. You know, yeah. this is just one hole of data. Okay. Don't make, don't make these grand... Sweeping, yeah. This, this, I think we've been making these might... conclusions for three years, two years on this podcast. But this, this is great. So Go 12 ahead. is a, another hole that had similar, albeit different approaches in. No grandstand, though. Okay. So it it this year, only 21% of uh, golfers got it to back pins or pass them on the 12th hole. 
Oh, interesting. Now, the last four years, oh. 26% got there. Okay. 5% difference now, over the last four years. Okay. Non-back flags this year, 46% got to or passed it. Now, last year, or the last four years, 43% got to or passed it. Interesting. Huh. So there's no so spectators back there. So you're not... Okay. So the numbers aren't deviating. I, that's probably the wrong word to use. The statisticians will jump on me. On the front pins. Now, of course, like that's, more are going to get to our past front pins, but like the year comparison is not changing, where it is, it is changing for the back pins. Yes. The year to year. Okay. Now, one might infer or hypothesize. I think maybe this it's the appropriate time to say this could be a good hypothesis. Infer is probably too strong a word. Hypothesize yeah, yeah. that yeah. we're seeing that whether tour pros know it or not, there is bigger fear of back pins without spectators and grandstands to stop balls. And think, other yeah. data would show that there is, you know, the worst shots, the worst shots into greens are getting more penalized than yeah. years prior. You don't have the reign of trust around it to help you. Interesting. It might be that we're seeing a more representative product. That's interesting. An actual, the, the integrity of the competition might be more, you know, intact without fans. Fascinating study. Now, what would, uh, does anything jump to mind this week? Oh, yes. Oh, with grandstanding. Oh, yes. I mean, I think RBC with the tighter court, you know, I don't know that it's the rocket mortgage pinball. Uh, there classic, has, but... has to be one great hole that all of our, all of our listeners can can watch for yourself. You you might see a little bit different strategy being played on the okay. par five fifteenth at Harbor Town, where there was a. Oh. You know, this is described by a caddy, an, an anonymous caddy on tour. Okay. okay. It's like our secret caddy <laughs> as a huge grandstand amphitheater <laughs> with an extremely friendly drop zone. Wow. And it's the par fives where we often see the just grip it and rip it. In fact, sort he of. recalled last year purposely uh -oh. launching balls into it. <laughs> that was their strategy. And they would purposely hit it into it and immediately yell four upon impact of, of the golf ball to the club. They would be yelling four. Wow. And they so made, both, just they yelling made four both as soon times as they, they did that. So they're yelling four as soon as they hit it. They know they got this friendly drop zone. They get up and down for birdie. And that's it. And it, where that grandstand was is, is pine straw. What hole is this again? Fifteen. 15. Okay. So we could see a monumental impact Change. to these numbers this wow. week at wow. Heritage. That's what I'm going to be watching this week. At, 15th hole. At Harbortown. Hole 15. All right. We're going to have to flag that. Check in Friday on that one. Fantastic. This is f incredible developments. This Thanks. is a watershed moment in the history of this podcast. We've been shouting about this and we're trying to get, you know, total confirmation bias, probably. We're running with it, you know, based off two holes of data data from one week. But 
Hey, one, this is just it. We aren't running with it. We're hypothesizing. We're doing what good scientists do. And, and again, big thanks to our uh, our chief data officer, Jonas Equitz. Yeah. Shotgun start. Big high-paying job he just got. <laughs> shotgun start. All right. Well, fascinating. 15th hole to this week. Everybody keep your eagle eyes uh, pinned on that hole. Send us any potential you know, non-backboarding impacts that you may see there. Okay. All right. Let's do a, a quick read for Rucket. Our friends from Rucket, they're here. They're sticking with us. Spring, summer has turned into summer of Rucket. We had a friend of the program use the SGS15 pro- promo code this very night. Yeah. For a uh, Father's Day gift. I hadn't thought about that. It's a great Father's Day gift. It's a very good Father's Day gift. It's something that's useful. Do you get uh, Do you get like five gifts on Father's Day? One from your wife and then one from each kid? No. No. And you want to know why that is? Because that would then obligate me to do something comparable for Mother's <laughs> Day. And I can't, you know, I just don't have my act together for that. So I prefer <laughs> we just say good, good. Don't don't go out of your way. Don't give me the anything. Listeners can't we'll see on. this, but Mrs. Porath is sitting directly behind Brenton and turned around right when he said that. Has no idea what you're saying on the other line, but just hears me talking about Mother's Day. <laughs> She's in the room. Now, um, now Brenton is really worried. He keeps looking back. So yeah, Father's Day gift. A friend of the program, Rucket.com, SGS15. Do you think this uh, is going to show up on any Father's Day gift guides? It's on our Father's Day gift guide, but again, full disclosure, they are a paying sponsor of the program. We're not crooked in a way that like we represent all these things because they sent you a free pair of shoes. They're now in the Father's Day gift guide. We hope to fully disclose everything here. Um, but yeah, Rucket.com. It's our Father's Day gift guide to you right now. Rucket.com. SGS 15. 15% off orders. For those that want to know what Rucket.com makes. They they make nets. They make all kinds of sporting goods. They make hitting nets for golf. They make mats for golf. They make chipping nets for golf. They make like returners for basketball hoops so the basketball doesn't go shooting off. And they make soccer nets, lacrosse nets. They make everything you could possibly imagine with a net for sports. And then a bunch of other. I don't know stuff. about that. That's a big universe. Not everything you could possibly make, but they have, they have a wide swath of the sports world covered. Uh, but yeah, so so you know it's that kind of season, backyard season, sports, spring sports, summer sports, still kind of limited, if not canceled. Uh, this is a way to change it up. We strongly recommend the Wackahack chipping nets, the golf, the hack practice net we use and work with. I feel like. I'm not going to make any testimonial in my game. My game sucks, but it's fun <laughs> to go back there and play around. That's all. My chipping game, I think, has actually improved slightly. I got a new wedge, and I got uh, the whack-a-hack net. So I, I, that, that's that's all I'll say. That's, I'm playing less than I've played in probably the last decade of my life, but what's important yeah. for me with that net is that I go back there and I like at least get my golf muscles a- awakened. Like yeah. That's what's nice about it is that yep. it's... It's seven thirty on a on a thir- on a Wednesday night, and I could go back there and whack and whack a few balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rucket.com, the Father's Day gift, your dad, 
knows doesn't know he needs but or wants but he needs i don't know something like that that's our father's day gift guide rucket.com sgs 15 is the promo the centerpiece code. to our father's day gift guide the first ever <laughs> uh thanks again to those guys for continuing to support the podcast all right news let's rip through it austrian open late edition what is this jumping in front of the coffee pot the english coffee pot is Austria We're just have to like change the design of our uh, of our trophy? Is Austria just like eradicated? What happened with this? Where they can have everybody fly in? It's good stuff. It sounds like they're going to do a back to back challenge tournament too. So that's <laughs> some bug just came flying across the screen. And... That's like, a, like it was a moth. Dove for the ground. Hey, uh, it was a moth that came out of nowhere. I have no strong reaction to Austrian Open. Do you? I'm just wondering why, moth, why a moth is in my basement. Quit looking around the room. It's, All right. What, do you have any reaction to the Austrian Open? More coffee no. golf. Sooner, quicker I, golf. I coffee golf. I can't imagine it getting a strong field. <laughs> That's true. I imagine if everybody's just going to kind of wait to do the coffee pot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just do it on the manners. Okay, uh, other news. OWGR, we're already seeing some dramatic inf- impacts. You know, Daniel Berger, Colin Morikawa jumped significant amounts. They finished as, first and second. That's what I was going to say, as they probably should. You win a PGA Tour event, you should jump. But, you know, it's already, pro- pro- you know, Eddie Pepperell tumbled quite a bit just sitting on the couch. He's tweeting, like, by the time I get up out of, you know, Back on the course, I'll be like 70 yards behind Bryson and out of the top 100 or something like that. But I like uh, his humor in the, in the situation. So he'll I'm, also be he'll also be 100 pounds lighter. I'm going to be outside the top 180 yards behind Bryson is what he said. I don't know. This is just sort of grist for the mill for OWGR complainers, but I don't know. I don't. I, so here's, here's nothing jumps idea, out to me. An idea yeah. I had when I was thinking about this today, because I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer, because it wouldn't be fair to Berger and um, Morikawa to not get the points like that they just earned. Like, you know, but then it's, then it's not fair for the guys that can't play. Right. So what if, why, what if they just gave these guys their average points for the, for the week? that they would normally have so that they're, they don't lose anything. So they just hold steady, you know, and they only get passed by people that would pass them because of the, what they earned versus having stuff drop out. I think that, cause I assume stuff drops out, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I don't have any great answer to this, to be honest with you. I do enjoy the euros being, you know, worked up about it and I'm not saying unjustifiably so, but if you're going to have a world golf ranking, I think the world of golf needs to be playing. But what are you going to do? You can't not give the PGA Tour guys points. And these fields are so strong that they're just... Now he's trying to kill the moth. Oh. He's jumping around. Smoke. Did you get it? Got it. See there it you go. The yeah, I see it. You don't need to show me. I'll take your word for it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think like there's just no easy fix. But these fields are loaded and there's going to be some massive jumps. So, I'll, I'll just keep amusing myself by the euros getting worked up about it all right other news 
what is this Monty rollback proposition or proposal? What does he want to do? What's he well, wants to roll back the ball? You know, this was inspired by the big thick boy. Oh, it was. Yeah, he 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 saw he. This came out. It just started getting more play today, but it came okay. out on Thursday. I I was kind of mad we didn't talk about it Friday. Mm. He saw he saw Bryson on PGA Tour Live, and he just. I think he must have called up James Corrigan or something. To tell he was him. beside himself. He, yeah, he wanted, wanted wanted an article written right away. He said the distance has gotten out of hand. He thinks that a ball, the ball, he's like you know Bryson's out here carrying it three forty, with no well, roll. He's hitting it well, three fifty with no roll. Well, and, to be fair, like I don't know that Bryson's like the, you know the false. He's not the one you should get worked up. Bryson actually went a little nuts doing this. Like, it's not just all equipment-based, I would say. Of course, the equipment's helping, but Bryson seems like the wrong guy to pick out a lineup on this. Because so the guy's drinking centered... 18 protein shakes a day. There's a reason that why he's jumping, but go ahead. But he knows that this is where it's going. It's the same thing where people said, oh, Cameron Champ's a one. It's like, no, this yeah. is just where it's going. And here we are. Yeah. Bryson caught Cameron Champ. Like, this is... Yeah. And in what he said is, like, he can't go to these classic courses because all Bryson's doing is hitting sand wedges into him. He's never... Right. He's never having to hit anything but sand wedges, and that's not the game of golf. And that's yeah. what it centers around. So he wants like a twenty percent reduction ball, but I think, I think I think the case could be made that that it should be the ball and the club head size because I really believe that the forgiveness of the driver is what allows somebody to swing so hard. And this is not an indictment on Bryson at all. It's not an indictment on anybody. It's this is what they should be doing. It's the job of professional golfers to take advantage to their fullest ability the the rules of the game and the equipment that they're allowed to use and the forgiveness that was created with drivers for for the average golfer has made it is has helped the average golfer a lot but it's helped tour pros exponentially more because they can't miss yeah yeah so you would reduce not just the 20% flight of the ball you think 20% is the right number so if I if just I just whatever combination how you get it, it should just be twenty percent less than how it goes now. So if I, so here's like if I hit a a good drive with a modern driver, modern ball, it's going to go three hundred yards, right? Yeah. If I hit a good driver with with a say a persimmon driver and ballada, it goes two sixty. It's okay. about twenty yards, twenty five yards to twenty yards per each. Each, yeah. each what there's the ball or the head if i want factor to, yeah yeah so it's yeah. about a split it's not all the ball it's not okay. but it's also the the driver okay that's what i've seen personally okay and but you think been it's a should... lot of testing okay you think 20 percent is a good number to it's come a back lot. on it seems like a pretty dramatic <laughs> monty's just <laughs> throwing Se big 70 yards for bryson <laughs> Big number out there, you know. I, th so. I think I think the reality is if we got ten percent, that'd be ten. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. I think like if the longest hitters are hitting at three hundred, that's probably where it would be good to settle. Yeah, but that's yeah. always the thing is it's always going to keep going. They're going to yep. keep going, getting longer. Like that's just figuring it and out. And I think the key is the the driver head to me is the thing. All right. Right. Okay. All right. Um. 
more news uh, on the fan front. No fans at the PGA is what it would appear to be. Uh, the, you know, that's what's the protocol going to be, be put in new, place. This could be a new uh, <laughs> branding message for the PGA. What's that? The the truest competition in golf. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. True competition. Not this is major. This is Glory's, this is real competition. This Glory's is no backboard. Uh okay. So PGA, this I think that was a Ron Krojcik report. He's the San Francisco guy on the scene out there. It's, it doesn't sound like a final thing, but it's given been given approval by the whatever sports commission or whoever does that in California, but just no fans. And 3M also in Minnesota, the Sticky Note Classic, will have no fans as well. I heard last week, late last week, that was sort of up in the air. That one might get canned off the schedule, but uh, it's proceeding. It got approval from the governor and all that and will be without fans, so... Just out of the new reality. I think the schedule is what it is, and it's just going to patchwork. Some will have fans, some will not. You know, Memorial, it seems like, is going to have a limited number of fans. Will we have anybody in I, I don't know. It just seems to be jumping around. So, and it's just the new reality. We want golf. We'd rather have, you know. I guess my bigger question would be is there going to be a uh, uh, 3M office tours? What would Bryson puts on the lab coat and starts to learn about human potential? I would guess that's off the uh, the itinerary this year, but just a guess. So either way, everybody's kind of doing it, you know, makeshift what you can to get your event off and done. And I applaud them for that, to be quite honest with you. And then last but not least in news, we have a name for the first Muirfield Village event prior to the memorial. It is the Workday Charity Open. What does charity need to be in the title? Don't we get the the charity sledgehammer bashed over our head every week, anyways? Well, I, good on I don't whatever think, charity it's raising. Good get, on that. I don't think we're gonna get the charity sledgehammer bashed over our head every week because I don't. <laughs> you think the charities are the ones that are taking the hit, not the purses? Definitely not the, not player. the players taking the haircut. <laughs> That is uh, rumbling. It's a lot of interest Pond, around Pond that. Vidra staff and uh, and charities are taking that hit. And tournament operations, it seems like. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the Workday Charity Open, we have a name for it. Anything else? Ready to move on? We done? I'm, I'm ready to move on. Good Tuesday episode. Fascinating. Grandstanding info. Got some good one and done picks. Bracelet boys versus Patrick Reed. It should be a, another fantastic week of golf. And uh, keep an eye out on Wednesday for that special spotlight. We are pretty confident you'll enjoy that one. And we'll be back uh, Wednesday with that and Friday to talk Harbor Town. 